Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. It is, what's 9 plus 10? 21. Episode 21 today. If you don't understand that inside, don't worry about it. We're losers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Idol, you are bundled up today. Yes, the fire truck is outside. It always happens when always. you're about to speak. And, and it's funny how how we just started. Yes. We just started. <laughs> Why why does this always happen when you're about to talk? Every time I'm going to talk it's like it usually yeah, it's yeah. either it just coming or or it's going away. Right, right. And then once when it it's like back at my house when the train passes by. Yes. You know, once when I start speaking the, the conductor's like, "Oh, he's talking. He's talking. Let's go. Let's go." Heidel's <laughs> on. Heidel's on. He's on. He's on. <laughs> so so this is kind of like a movement. It's not like stop being mean to Hyro. It's just everybody doesn't, you know, just wants to pick on you. Yeah, exactly. I think it's been like that since middle school, no. Yes. Although has. I defended you. Thank you. I did. You did. Tell the fans. Me. You did. Yes. Arnaldo defended me during middle school. Okay. I got picked on. The people that got picked on, picked on me. That's how low in the bracket That's how I was. <laughs> <laughs> but look at them now, guys. Yeah. Look at them. Looking like Jesse Pinkman today. Yeah. Um, Yo, what up? Gatorade me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gatorade. Uh, uh, so why I'm don't bundled you- up because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sick. If you haven't noticed from the audio, um, just, just been under the weather. I mean, they say that we all sound the same anyway. By that, I mean Hispanics. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they, they probably can't tell. <laughs> yeah. But Idol 6, so send your best wishes Thanks. under the cardboard box at gmail.com. That's right. the cardboard box podcast yes. at gmail.com. Um, but tell me about your week. Uh, yeah, long week. I finally beat The Witcher. If, if you've been listening for a while... <laughs> They've I, been listening for a while. I've been listening to it daily. <laughs> so, um... Since November, November, we started the podcast, right? And I've been telling you guys that I've been trying to beat The Witcher. Uh, the Witcher came out last year, May. <laughs> last year, right before E3. And it took me almost a year to beat this game. Because it's so freaking long. It took me almost 200 hours to beat. And that's just like the main stories. Like, I, I still have like side quests and like... And, and treasure hunts and which uh witcher contracts to finish but i finally beat the main story um i was very very happy because i was just like wow like finally i finally beat this it was a great great game uh i can see why i got game of the year because just the exploration and the lore uh it goes into depth with everything and uh that you could tell the creators spent their time uh mapping out the world every little detail like they really cared about every little detail like the the world is so vast you would think that you know in, in skyrim you play skyrim and like sure there's like certain things and stuff that are different that sets the uh sets it apart from different places but overall it's like a big land field you know like just spread across uh but the witcher it's it's the biggest game of all time you know like in terms of map uh so when you travel to these places uh it's 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 like a vast world like there's caves there's there's like uh things underwater uh houses inside of like crevices that you never thought you would go like the exploration is beautiful um you know without spoiling anything towards the ending of the game uh you get to experience this different kind of world um inside of the of the realm of the witcher and it's just such a beautiful place uh very creative uh very very cool so if if uh you haven't played it i recommend you playing it um but on to metal gear <laughs> what's uh, up with you <laughs> yeah I, I mean i hope you guys enjoyed our ucb review of the lost tapes yes Heidel's 
<laughs> Idol's apparently practicing for his second review on The Witcher. Uh, yeah, I'm practicing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, look for that uh, <laughs> next week. Once, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. But you can actually get our UCB review on the Lost Tapes on our YouTube channel. Yes, it's um, up. Under the cardboard box. Search us up. Subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think of it. Give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, comment. Uh, as far as I go, man, it has been it is it's been quite the week. It's been a little relaxing. Yeah. Uh, you know, for those who joined us on Thursday for our Twitch stream, yes. Uh, I had the honor of debuting survival mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it worked, <laughs> when it worked, yeah. There there was like some issues going on with with MGO, and and I was just I didn't I didn't know I couldn't even get into a game sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I got disconnected various times. You know. Things I'm sure, Konami, you guys are working on. Mm-hmm. Please continue to improve the game because a lot of people are having issues. I've I've had conversations with people on on Twitter. I don't know if you were you were looking at yeah, that. I saw. Yeah, yeah. You know there there are p- things. Listen, man. We guys we hear your voices at UCB Podcast. Uh, join us on Twitter if you're an MGS fan. You know, uh, we wanna we wanna create dialogue with you guys. So I've been talking to these guys. I saw that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, about a couple of topics. Uh, one being. Uh, the interview that we mentioned last week on last last episode uh, about David Hayter in the in the cast. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple of pe- a couple of people were not too fond of David in the sense that how he's reacting or whatever. Maybe he's over the top, you know, or or that Kojima's this and Kojima's that or Konami's this, you know. And I was just like, you know, it, we're not here to kind of like start a revolution towards one end or the other we just no you know after hearing that podcast it's just like it's it's about how it was done <laughs> not that it was done but how it was done how i think that's the important part right you there. know yeah because the thing is is that uh you know if you listen to last week's episode we mentioned things like you know da- mr david Hayter had to re-audition for various ro- for the various times that snake would be in the game yeah re-audition not not you know like uh he didn't have to go in and just start it up he just it, they they treated him as someone new yeah yeah and eventually they just stopped using them all together um i don't think they did that with uh the voice of nathan drake Nolan north no no I think they, they did that with him well no he's still doing it still doing it's it uncharted 4 coming out soon uh but you know that was that was our point it was just like it wasn't professionally done it wasn't right, something right. that was that that's really that we can say you know what you did a good job here kojima <clears throat> rather than you know coming up face to face with him because he did mention that they didn't really have a connection so that that was that was one of the conversations we've had online you know other ones were you know about uh, mgo what people had problems with that there's glitches here and this and that and you know, and I'm confident with all the designer notes that we get from Konami that they're working on it. Yeah. But uh, back to my personal life. Uh, so, guys, uh, I don't know if you guys remember <clears throat> that I had mentioned I was going in for an interview <coughs> for uh, a dispatcher job. <coughs> um, and the results are in. <laughs> the results are in. <laughs> After a week of doing this. <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. I heard, but you can tell the fans. Yeah, yeah. I got the job. He got the job, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yes, I'm... Thank 2% you. of you, ladies, and 98% of you, <laughs> gentlemen. 
and the and the the point zero one percent that actually like me point <laughs> zero um yes I got the job they told me to come in on after after spending two days there shadowing somebody and they wanted to see how I worked uh they asked me to come in on Monday to get some paperwork go to the office in Brooklyn and yeah yeah get you know get some drug tests I'm gonna fail that joint. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're going to find all sorts of craziness in there. We do not endorse drugs. <laughs> At the all. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know we do not endorse Dare drugs. program. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. You you remember those? The dare program? Yeah, yeah, You remember yeah. those? Yeah, yeah. I saw this meme uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, <laughs> it said... Um, uh, the tiger you know the lion or whatever mm-hmm. and it says we f- we all fail this guy <laughs> it was like i was like oh wow <laughs> yeah like they they had some of the, the the most uh creative if you're listening i'm putting up quotation marks creative yeah yeah kinds of commercials but yes i'm 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 very happy about this i know heidel and my friends are happy about this because they no longer have to pay for my wings <laughs> at buffalo wild wings as a matter of fact it was one time. Here yep. Nope. I have to because these people need to know. Uh, they need to know. Yes. So one time, you know, uh, Heidel is. We're, we're talking on the phone, and you know, I hear, I hear some like, I hear some noise in the background, some familiar noises. We love halal food, chicken over rice, yeah, over rice, yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, you're getting some halal food, and and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, man, no invite or nothing. He was like, well, you don't have a job. I was like, word? <laughs> I can't really? remember me saying that, honestly. I, yo, he sa- I wish I recorded it because then you would know just how mean Heidel can be sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, and I had the money too. I had cash. And, and he just said that. I was like, all right, all right. I see. I really don't remember that. But if, but if I did say that, then that's hilarious. And I'm, so, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so now you know. Yep. Is he your friend? Uh huh. Is it? <laughs> do you, do you want to talk no, about I that? I want to talk about that because it'll just put more fuel to the fire. Come on, uh, let's talk. No, about it. no, it was hilarious. It was right after we recorded too. Come on, though. But th- come, all right. People are gonna get the wrong. As long as you tell it truthfully, it, it will be truthfully. Yes. Okay. So fine. We were on the train heading back uh, after recording last week's episode, episode twenty, which you could catch on YouTube.com or on a po- podcast service. You. We're on the train. It was myself, Angel, and, and you. And we were just, you know, talking, hanging out, of course. And so... Mind you, joking around. Joking around, Mind yes. You, joking around. What we always do. We always joke around, right? So this lady gets up from her seat, and her stop is coming up. And the train, you know, it's about to stop for, uh, you know, so she can uh, dispatch. So she gets... She's about to leave. And she goes, hey, excuse, excuse me, is that your friend? And she points at Arnoldo. She's talking to me. And I didn't hear her at first. I'm like, I'm sorry, what happened? Is that your friend? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, that's not your friend. He's not really your friend. And I'm like. <laughs> he is not a good friend. Yeah, he's not a good friend. <laughs> and I'm just like, what What do you mean he's not a good friend? And then he's like, he's not your friend. And then she starts going into detail about how. Uh, what detail? There was just nothing. Was she was just... talking about uh, the, the baby stuff. Yeah, uh, the baby stuff. That she came in like mid-conversation. That means she must have been listening to us for a long time. But here's here's the thing: you guys can tell us at UCB Podcast or Under the Cardboard Box Podcast <laughs> um, at gmail dot Under the Cardboard Box at gmail dot com. Yes, right. Um, so so Heidel's saying, you know, I, I'm telling him. So what's he gonna name his kids? And 
And I say, and I, I want to name him. I want to name. No, 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 no. Hold on. That's All not right. that's because we need to add context to this. What context? You said that's not my job. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, I that, said this is yes. where it stems from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I where said, that's not from. my job. Because I need to. I, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, I'm leaving that to Adelise. No, wait, no, 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 no. That's not how it goes. No, Ooh, no, no. Who are listen, you listen, to? listen. This is exactly how it went. I said, I said, I want to name her. If it's a girl, I want to name her Arya from Game of Thrones, right? And I wanted to name him Dante, but you know, uh, uh, my fiance, she was, she was not a fan of it. And then you said, no, you, listen, no, no, listen. No, no. You we said, not have this. and then you said. And he said, you should name him Arnaldo after you. And I said, that's not my job. <laughs> that is not my job. What, whose that job is, exa- is it to name? Whose job is it to, to name? If, if, if it was... Say it, before the, say it in front of the fans. It's the woman's job. It's the woman. Yeah. Do you hear this guy? So I told him, um, not for the sake of my name. I had to say this right now. Okay. Because that's not the context. The context was you did not want to name them. Because you were like, that's not my job. The same thing with the wedding planning. You're like, nah, I'm letting her decide to do whatever she wants. Right. And that's right. it. And so I said, grow some balls <laughs> and name your children. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, name them, name the guy Arnoldo. It's a good name. <laughs> and, and, but this is in, in retrospect because, you know, obviously if we grow some balls and we say that to our girlfriends, we will get your them fiance. chopped off. My fiance, well, girlfriends, fiance, uh, wife, we will get them chopped off, obviously. So we're obviously joking around because we know that if we try to, you know, for for those men out there who, you know, they have wives, girlfriend and stuff. If you try to like, <laughs> like, no, we're going to do this. You're going to get listen. Right the back man down. always has the last say. <laughs> yes, my love. That's, exactly that's i'm sorry my love i'm sorry honey <laughs> like exactly. have you ever realized guys you guys can 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 write into us but have you ever i i've never understood this concept check this out okay you do something bad yes she gets mad yes you apologize absolutely she does something bad to you mm-hmm. you get mad she gets mad because you get mad. <laughs> you still apologize. You still apologize. You're still wrong. You're still wrong. You just are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But all all kidding aside, and whatever the case may be. So so this woman heard like that context and whatever. You know, I'm obviously I'm mess- you know we're messing around and stuff like that. And and then you know like Heidel said, and 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 we're just like baffled. We're just yeah, like I'm I'm shocked. You know, I'm like, I'm like, what? What? What are you saying? What is happening here? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I tried to talk to him. I'm like, ma'am, what are you talking about? Like, just like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. just said it like that. I was like, ma'am, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And then she was like, nope, nope. Yeah, and then she, she just, just left the train. Yeah, and she just left. Um. So now that people hate me even more. Right. And that 0.1% is gone. Yes. Of the people who actually like me. Yeah. We have a great show for you guys. <laughs> That's right. We do. A uh, few things came out. Uh, very interesting news Yeah. Uh, for Metal Gear. And even an interesting commercial. Yes. Two. Two of them. Interesting commercials. Yes. So shall we just jump into this? Let's start the show. Are you ready to start a show? I'm ready to start the show. So let's start the show. Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. The CB News. Colonel, long time no see. Snake, today's briefing is of the utmost importance. What is it, Colonel? I'll be telling you all about the Ford Focus SE. A Ford? 
Yes, Snake. You should know. The Ford Focus SE comes with a standard rear-view camera. Plus, it has an EPA-estimated 36 highway miles per gallon. EPA-estimated 36 highway miles per gallon? That's remarkable. Yes, Snake. The Focus SE is the perfect vehicle for driving around Shadow Moses Island. Colonel, let me stop you. I'm going to Fulton extract myself a Ford Focus SE right now. But Snake, that technology hasn't been used since 1984. Snake. 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 We hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Yeah. So Ford decided to release two commercials with a Metal Gear kind of like theme to it. Yeah, I, I was shocked. Yeah. Honestly. And and then the voices were they weren't like tacked on from the old game. No. Um, you know, we had Colonel Campbell and we had Snake and we also had Psycho Mantis and we had Snake. Um they actually did this work, uh, which David Hayter voiced Snake this time. Yeah. I don't know if David Hayter's trying to do a comeback or Not sure, Konami is I, trying to like edge to something here, and then maybe they could be, but I remember a couple of weeks ago he did post on his twitter you know snake are you back because he was i guess he was doing some vo for something now we know what it was for yeah yeah here we go yeah so i mean i don't know about you but it makes me want to get a ford now oh yeah yeah i'm <laughs> getting a ford now I'm, I'm gonna fulton extract one <laughs> that's right <laughs> there you go that's right so check out the commercials uh they're posted on youtube also you can find it on metal gear informer now we know that a new update has recently been given to us on April 7th, which we did debut on our Twitch channel on yes. the cardboard box. You can find us there. And it was survival mode. Uh, if you haven't played survival mode or if you haven't watched this, play it on twitch.tv. Um, it is a mode in which you stick to a six man team for about five games. That's Two rounds per game, so I guess you would say that's ten rounds. Yes. And each each game pretty much essentially gives you a reward until you get to the fifth one. And if you complete it, you get a special reward. Mm -hmm. Also with GP points. I thought it was a good addition. Um, even though there was a little glitching and a little... Not glitching, but lagging. You know, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But the the... The fact that you can stick with your team for five games. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Now it's awesome. You, I, I, now, if you go at it randomly, it's just kind of like, <coughs> uh, you know, you're pretty much, you don't know what you're getting. But we'll talk about more of that later. Yeah. Also included with it is the random background music and the voice pitching. Yeah. They also added those things so you can have a little more creativity uh, with... Your character. Now, if you haven't heard from this, do you remember the team that was doing the uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 with the Unreal Engine? Yep, they got uh, canceled. They Well, they stopped their... their uh, yeah, they were, they were canceled. That's exactly what the title said in Metal Gear Informer. Now, that same team is doing a virtual reality museum for Metal Gear. I... I, so when I saw this, I, I saw it first on on Polygon, and you know I, I was I was looking at the video and uh, I was I was excited because uh, 
this is coming to VR supposedly. Uh, this is this could be a good incentive. You know, we were talking about Metal Gear coming to VR, and hey, this could be the first thing that comes to it. Right. Yeah. What was that episode seventeen? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. We'll so. check out episode seventeen if, if you want to hear more. Um. Now here's the 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 great part about it. Mm-hmm. David Hayter. Yes. Lends his voice. Yes, he does to help. Uh, we'll have all of the links under our video mm-hmm. uh, pointing towards this and, and what he's doing. I'm telling you, man, David Hayter is coming back. He's coming back in a vengeance. With a vengeance. <laughs> with a vengeance, yeah. And he, I mean, he's, he sounds great. Yeah. You know, he still hasn't lost his touch. He's gotten better, I, I would I would say, as Snake's yeah. voice, maybe yeah. a little more, much more comfortable with it. And um, so, yes, yeah, so if you can watch the trailer, see what they're all about. Uh and I and I just think these these guys they they love Metal Gear the mm-hmm. people who are behind it because I don't think they're charging anything for it. No, they said it's absolutely free. Yeah, so that that's just that's just awesome. I, I'm glad that they're bringing <laughs> things to you. Um, you know, just like we're trying to bring content to you. By the way, but you know, we could surely use your support on Patreon. So support us there. Um, Patreon.com under the car. So, slash under the cardboard box podcast so it's patreon.com slash ucb podcast i can never get that right it's all right it's okay (laughs) i can never get that right uh but that's it for metal gear news going on to kojima news yes so our boy kojima is going to be named development legend at the develop the uh at the develop awards 2016 yes i don't know what you did but sure yeah yeah, okay watch the video (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Watch the video. Hideo Kojima is going to be named development legend at the Develop Awards 2016. Kojima will personally accept the award on Wednesday, July 13th at the Hilton Brinton Metropole. It will be presented by by uh, it will be presented to him by Mark Cerny, another development legend. Uh, with his award, Kojima-san will join a list of esteemed developers, including Tim and Chris Stamper, Tim Sweeney, Phil Harrison, and Peter Molyneux. Uh, so here that we have some notes on the developer, uh, edit Jam- uh, editor James Batch- uh, Batcher, quote, Hideo Kojima is the epitome of development legend. Few developers reach the stage where their own name becomes as famous as their franchise. While hundreds of people have contributed to the success of Metal Gear Solid, it is Kojima's vision that has driven the series and establish him as one of the most ambitious game developers in the world. His ongoing work to push the boundaries of game design and inspiring we are truly honored to have him attending uh the awards and look forward to celebrating his legacy in july uh you could catch that july 13th uh wednesday at 10 a.m uh so hey he's getting more awards man i mean i'm super proud of him he it seems like his reign as the metal gear developer is continuing even beyond uh, his employment with Konami, uh, which is great to see. He definitely deserves this. He's been the visionary. He's been uh, not only for Metal Gear Solid, but for uh, game creating itself. Uh, I think a lot of people obviously resonate with with his games and and the way he makes them. Uh, it's so cinematic and 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 it has a perfect blend of gameplay and and cutscenes. Um, so I'm I'm definitely proud of him. You know, he uh, he deserves this and he could add it to his repertoire. What do you think? I think that, you know, 
despite what we might think of him or our opinions or anything of the sense, uh, what's being recognized today is his hard work. Yeah. We yeah. could say anything about how he is professionally. Um, we could say anything about, is he a nice guy? Is he not? But, you know, what we see here is a man who has dedicated a lot of his time to his work. And to that, we tip our hat off to you. For sure. Uh, it's kind of like that Steve Jobs kind of syndrome where people characterize him as someone who is antsy, uh, who's not a good boss, always gets angry, but he got stuff done. You know, he, uh, he was a visionary. He was a true visionary and an entrepreneur of, of our time. Uh, and I think Hideo Kojima falls un- into that category where he is a true visionary, d- despite uh, his, his actions and the way he gets things done. Um, he's still a true visionary, no matter what, you know, how he acts or whatever, you know, because we, we don't really see that. We just see uh, the fruits of his labor, which is his Metal Gear Solid work. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, guys, thank you for listening to us. You can catch a lot of these things on Metal Gear Informer, but before we go on, we have an announcement to make. <coughs> yes, we do. Uh, we noticed uh, in this world, in this time where it's like everything is like do everything quickly, that if something is more than like two, three minutes, you lose interest right yeah, away. Yeah, tune out. And we decided to come up with the solution, you know, so you won't have to listen to us banter for so long it's called the cb minute yep where we take all of the cb news and we condense it and we try to bring it to you in under in a minute or less um we're gonna we're gonna be debuting it with this episode with the news you just heard today uh but we really want to do this to cater to those people who are just in a rush yeah yeah, um, we I just want to who are on their way to work and they're just like on their phones. They see it. All right, cool. I'm it's, up. it's just a minute. It's yep. just a minute or change or whatever the case may be. Um, we want to cater to those people. You know, yep. Heidel's one of those people. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So check us out. CB Minute. It'll be up on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us there and you can find more there. We've got our weekly poll. We're here. We are here. We've got our weekly poll for this week. We've asked you guys which one of the new DLC maps from Cloaked in Silence is your favorite map. Yep. Now, I know yours is um, Coral Complex. Yes, it is. Is it still Coral Complex? Uh, after playing it for a while, you know, I, I did find some imperfections with it that I didn't like with Coral Complex, um, but I'm still going to stick to my guns in this one. I still like Coral Complex playing it. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just look at the numbers and see what you guys said at UCB Podcast. Please follow us there, and you can join in on all the crazy antics that we do. Yes, you do. Uh, so the numbers are in. 28% of you said Coral Complex. 34% of you said Rust Palace. And 38% of you said Azor Mountain. Azor Mountain, your which is favorite. my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my pick. Um, it was a, about 194 of you voted, um, and you and you shouted out your voice, and and we really appreciate that. So there you go. Those are the numbers, guys. Uh, stay in, stay tuned for our next poll that will be coming. Uh, 
in the week in the week of when this is released. Um, but thank you for voting, guys. Again, you can join us at UCB Podcast on our Twitter page. The Codec Conversation. So we have a treat for you guys today. We have a special guest. A very special guest. Now, before we bring him on to the show, we just want to talk about who he is and what he's done. Um, he goes by Mag Swag. Um, on Twitter, he's at MagVSupreme. Uh, you guys can go follow him there. If you guys don't know anything about him, he is actually a New York native a music artist, and he's a founder of a nonprofit organization which provides workshops, lectures on community building. You can find that on mag.life. Uh, as for his Metal Gear origin, we will let him talk about it. Uh, he's also done a lot of uh, charity work in terms of uh, bringing, uh, finding money for uh, soldiers who are going through PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't want to go on any further without bringing him on to it. So here he is, Mag Swag. How you doing, man? He's on the line. Talk to us. Hey, I appreciate your introduction, brothers. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. We want to know uh, how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, we want to know how you're doing, man. I'm really good. I'm honored to be a guest. You know, I've done a couple of these interviews with some, some Metal Gear guys, and it's been a lot of fun. I watched your show recently to kind of get familiar with you guys, and actually saw the New York in you guys, so I actually was like, yeah, these guys, <laughs> yeah. we have to connect, because yes. uh, I'm a New Yorker myself, and, you know, it's always good to relate. Absolutely. With, I with think... With people, so... I think, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're New York natives, and... You know, I could I could hear it in your voice. You know, you're you're I you uh you told us you're from the Bronx, uh, which we're both we both are as well. Uh, and we're glad to see that you know we got some some New York, uh, uh, relatives that can uh, relate to us with Metal Gear. You know, we don't get much definitely, of that. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, I've, I've done so much and seen so much in the community grow for the past like 15 years. Yeah. And it's just it's really dope when you know you get people, whether, they, like, I got a neighbor who's a Metal Gear fan, I knew him for, like, 10 years, and finally he's like, yeah, you know, like, like, I'm like, really? We've been talking this whole time, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Right, it's right. exciting when you meet people, you know, in the same realm as you to to love the game, because, you know, it's just so much content to it as far as uh, just political statements that the game provides, story elements with theories, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. The gameplay has always been fun and innovative. It's just a, a great, great thing. So that's kind of why I've fell into it. It's like my second Bible oh, for okay. me personally. That's good. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what UCBP is after, though. Yeah. You know, we want to connect every single person who loves Metal Gear. We want to be like neighbors towards one another. Like this is this is our escape. This is what you know. It's like what you were saying that the the stories and the theories behind it it makes you think it's not just a game of action and stealth it it, it makes it makes your head just be creative and and ponder theories and and then um one of the things i'm reading here about you is that you actually played metal gear 2 and metal gear 3 and especially for metal gear 2 which is your favorite i'm i'm if i'm correct right uh man you really going to make me go into this uh favorites is hard to decide okay but from what you're saying, uh, the story goes, if it wasn't for MGS2, wouldn't have been where I'm at now, yes. So to answer no, 
It's not my favorite, but if it wasn't for MGS2, it wouldn't have... Because I, I, Let me sorry, I'm going to break it up here and yeah, interrupt yeah, you yeah. before you continue on that. What happened was I played MGS2, it blew my mind to a whole new level as a creator, right. as a writer, and I started writing articles. And that was the inspiration because I hated MGS2, to be honest. I, I, think, we all, I think we all did, yeah, in the beginning. I, I hated it. I was like, I can't believe I'm playing this blonde tight clothes wearing, <laughs> walking all funny, complaining about everything in the game, character, like, why are they doing this to me? Absolutely. Come to find, come to find out at the end, you know, it's basically saying you played a solid snake in part one, the guy you loved, Yeah. but you just were a different character and you didn't, you missed it all. You know, like, and, and it's like, there goes the message of life, right? You, you miss life because you're too busy taking pictures and selfies and you can't enjoy the moment while you're out hiking or something, you know what I mean? So that message and that impact in my life was what helped me start writing the articles that got me known in the Metal Gear community or whatever. So no, I didn't like that game, but it did blow my mind at the end with the message when Raiden took off his, his name tag that had my name. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a beautiful message from Kojima to tell players, you know, you are in control of your life and you are who you are, don't go around expecting other things. You know, you, you control it. You create your life. It's not like, oh, this life was given and it's going to be whatever it's going to be. No, you create your life. And that was one of the best messages when I was younger because I was uh, reckless. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and uh, you're right. And I think it gets overlooked. Uh, you know, I played Metal Gear Solid 2 at a very young age and <clears throat> I, I couldn't understand it at first as to, you know, why is my name there and the name tag uh, but after playing it for a while, and, and I think I see this uh, a lot of times, and I've said this before, where in Metal Gear Solid 2, it, the more you play it and, and the more it ages, I think the better it is. Um, you, get yeah. to, you, you understand it more. You have a better uh, relation to it because uh, I think, one, because, you know, we're older and we, we could actually understand it, but also because of the times, you know, where, where like you mentioned today, you know, uh, this game came out back in 2001 and, and I don't think selfies were a thing back then. But now, like, you know, taking pictures and selfies and and being so uh, involved in, in, in your phone, you know, you, you lose sight as to what it is you're really doing in life. And I think that that's exactly. what. And that's yeah. One of my biggest messages, and I and I start every show with this to my viewers, and I don't want to I don't want to encourage your viewers, but <laughs> I tell my viewers, look, get off of my stream. I'd rather you unfollow me, unwatch everything I do, don't listen to me, and get out and live life. Go Absolutely. see your family. If you don't have family, make some friends who become your family. I have a Metal Gear family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got two kids. I got my. My three sisters, my mother, I got a blessed family. You know, I love my family. But I also have a Metal Gear family that I engage with and I interact with and we grow. You know, you can't have that unless you put yourself in those positions. So I encourage everybody watching, listening to anything I do or you guys do to consistently keep creating your life and building it. And that's where, like I said, the MGS2 started that uh, mentality. You know what I mean? And it was such a great inspiration for me and that's where it's important for people to understand that because a lot of us as, as a you know people we, we consume all the time but we don't give back enough and giving back doesn't mean a lot other than just getting out there and doing something and getting involved in something and you know whatever it can be it's, it's important you know you influence the world so so use your life as that force yeah absolutely 
we're here live with uh, Mag Supreme. Uh, and, you know, I, I want to say that it's commendable, the stuff that I've seen and what you've been doing. You know, we've been uh, reading about you for a while. We first heard of you on Metal Gear Informer and uh, a few other sites. And, you know, we definitely encourage uh, any Metal Gear Solid player who is going through any one of these situations or um, uh, dilemmas to to reach out to the Metal Gear community or any community out there uh, to be a part of this. Uh, if you could tell us a little bit about what charity work you've done, uh, you know, you mentioned it a, a little bit and Arnaldo mentioned it a little bit, but just talk about uh, some of the stuff that you've done and, and you're doing now. Yeah, uh, the long list from the past, I think I'll leave it kind of vague. Uh, wrote articles for a while. Theories, before the theories were real, <laughs> uh, 2001, right after literally two days it took me to be, um, I stood up all weekend, all all weekend to play MGS2, right after I wrote my first article. Yeah. And I went to, I don't remember what site it was, but I went into some site there that was a gaming site. It wasn't a Metal Gear site. And I just started posting up articles every day. I would write something crazy. And everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> and then as time went on, people went back and forth with me, you know, hate mail. Then yeah. it became people trying to create better theories. And then I started to debunk their theories and debunk my own theories. And I right. started creating different profiles to inspire people, just be mystery writers and put out all these theories. And it just actually turned into something amazing when a lot of people started writing. And it's, as you can see now, like it's a thing. It is the thing with Metal Gear, one of the things in between the games, you know, the eight years we wait for one game to come out. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. People just engage with each other. It's a fun way to interact. So that was one of my favorite memories of things I've done. And it's not a big deal, but for me it is. And then um, from there, uh, last year I got blessed to be at the review event. And from that, I actually felt responsible to start outputs with my experience there and et cetera, et cetera. So instead of being a mystery writer all the time, I decided to make it known, like, this is me, this is what I do, this is what I'm about. So I opened up a YouTube, Twitch, et cetera, et cetera, and put out as much as I can and did tournaments, and I'm still doing tournaments. We have tournaments coming up. I can't speak on it yet because it's a big, big project. If anybody knows about ESL tournaments that happen, we're pretty much aiming for that type of tournament yeah. again. Okay. Um, and that's one small, that's a small project. And then I got another one that's so big. I'm so excited. It keeps me up for the past two days. I've been like preparing. If it does go through, then we're going to have you guys, which again, you know, I respect what you guys do under the cardboard box. You know, the, the energy, the passion, the quality. Um, it's actually really great. So I commend you guys for that. So I want you guys Thank to be you. a part of that. And I'm just hinting to it now so that in the future, people can see uh, what we're providing uh, for the community. It's going to be a, a joint effort from everybody, but it has to get approved first. Right, so, right. And, oh. and of course, you know that you have our support uh, mm -hmm. because you are you are part of UCBP as well. You know what I mean? We... We think of UCBP as a giant mother base where we have soldiers all over the world, all over the world um, who just come in and have like a safe haven, uh, which was Big Boss's dream, uh, where you are appreciated as a Metal Gear fan. And you we we 
you know, I've always said this in our previous episodes. Anybody can be in our seats. Um, we're not we're not as special as they are. We just we're taking the initiative to tell you, come, let's do this. And and I think I see that in your work as well. Um, you know, you had mentioned before that you said, you know, go out and live your life. And we think the same thing. Um, at the same time, we also encourage, but you can also come and confide in us. You know what I mean? Um, just, just as a comfort and, 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 and I, and I'm looking at, you know, I'm reading that, uh, that little presentation that, that one of your, and I quote, you said one of your fans wrote for you. Um, they, they call you the theory King here that you were named the theory King, uh, and and stuff like Uh, that. Uh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was laughing. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, and, and, and your work does speak for itself. You know, I was I was watching it. Uh, I told you that I joined you on a Twitch stream once, you know, just to see what the commotion was about. Uh, we, don't, we don't just bring, you know, anyone on the show uh, unless we believe that they're trying to make a difference for the good. And so Heidel had mentioned uh your charity work i know you you do uh twitch streams for people who suffer from ptsd soldiers could you tell us a little more about that yeah that's a big big uh deal now that i just got involved with like two months ago or a month ago um it's a charity called operation supply drop you can go to operationsupplydrop.org google it um pretty much what they do is, is they have various services, first of all. I didn't even know they had a bunch of stuff until I started learning after. But um, one of the services, which is a really cool one, it's pretty much care packages for troops, whether they're active or veterans or in the hospital. Uh, what they do is just pretty much get a box, fill it up with consoles, games, controls, uh, whatever type of gear for video games, you know, maybe even laptops, they do everything now, but, um, they just send these out to troops. And just to tell a story, uh, the other day we did a big giveaway. We gave away like six Metal Gear Online shirts, uh, about five Kojima signed prints, wow. uh, like 10 full game codes and a whole bunch of DLCs for this event, for the charity event. But, uh, what was amazing was, you know, I interviewed a couple of the guys who actually received these packages. And one of the, and I quote, he wrote, well, he said, uh, you can look it up on my Twitch. I'm going to put it up on YouTube later. But he said, you know, when he was out deployed, he was just in a bunk. You know, he'll go do a shift, 10 to 8 hours, 12 hours, and he'll be in a bunk every day. It was so boring. And all they had was one Xbox with two games. One of the games broke. And they couldn't really do much. And then he received a care package. And he said how that changed his life. Like, he felt connected to his friends again, his family. He could, you know, interact with people instead of being stuck. You know, he was getting shot at daily Yeah. while he was out there. And it was just uh, really rough for him. And then video games saved him is pretty much what he said. Wow. Um, That's, uh... To quote him. Yeah, that's uh, that's touching, man. You know, I, I I definitely cannot relate to that. So, uh, you know, yeah. we, we we play we play video games and stuff, and it's it's nothing compared to what these soldiers go through. Yeah, exactly. And then for me, you know, I explain this to people. What's funny is that people think like I support all this stuff. The reason I love Metal Gear is because it's anti-war. Kojima's message on every single game is anti-war. Yes. Yeah. And and I'm not for war. 
You know what I mean? That's not why I'm supporting these troops. I'm supporting these troops because they are your brothers. They are your friends. They are your neighbors. They are the people that you work with, you know, and, and sometimes people forget just like us civilians. We feel like we don't have an outlet. We feel like we don't have a, uh, you know, let's say we're lonely or we're depressed or we feel whatever emotions, you know what I mean? Soldiers feel the same, but they also have that immense, imagine being sent out to another country, getting shot at it. And you can't sleep right because you know they can bomb you at any second. So compared to us, where we're just home, comfortable, having uh, milk and cookies and, and going to bed peacefully. So, yeah. so you know, for me, the, the, the cause of trying to get back and make people aware of this is about um, the people, not the, the war itself. It's about the people and wanting them to have peace. You know, if I can get a soldier a PlayStation 4 and a couple games, right, and that'll entertain him and keep him happy. So the next day, he's not in a bad mood, going crazy, stressing out, whether he's suffering through PTSD or depression. You know, there's a lot of things, and I don't want to bring this show down, but there's a lot of things that, you know, people suffer from. And it's us, it's about us supporting. So, you know, once I found out about the cause, I decided... Let me set up these charities, and it's a continuous thing. You know, it's not a one-day event that I'm doing. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of remind people about this every time I get on. It's just a part of my life now. You know, I didn't, I didn't sign up to just do one event and say, okay, we're done, we're we're finished. I have continuous ones. Uh, the next one is in May 27. May 27. But every week, every week, I'm giving away something, letting people know about it, telling them to donate because the, the cause here is to donate. Which um, any anything can anything you do can help if you have it and give it away. I also explain to people that this charity, for example, you don't have to give away money. You can do what I'm doing. I'm not giving away a penny. I'm just making people aware yeah. of the cause. And you know, I'm giving away some prizes so people can get excited and come watch my stream. But it's for awareness. It's not about come watch my stream and, and let me get a bunch of uh, followers or whatever. So. You know, there's that, there's things like setting up teams. There's a team in New York. I just signed up to be the team leader in Boston for them as a favor, as a, as a you know, gesture of, of thank you to them. I'm like, all right, I'll help out and help create a team in Boston. And we already have in like a week and a half or two, we got like 15 people signed up to volunteer, you know. Which is where and, you live in Boston. Um, it's pretty much a one day... Uh, it's called Mandatory Front, and what they do right. is, you know, we put a team together. If I'm the team leader, I decide, I'll tell everybody, look, guys, what do you guys think about going bowling, um, you know, April 10th? And then if everybody's like, cool, let's do it. So now everybody that's in the team just gets together. And what it does is there's a lot of military uh, people who suffer from PTSD or depression and even civilians that suffer from that and don't want to go out, don't want to be out in the world, they're very antisocial. And this encourages them to get out and interact with people and bring them together. So it's kind of like a, a group therapy as far as, of course there's no group therapy, it's just us hanging out. But interacting with these people and, and engaging with them can make a big difference. And that's what I was talking about earlier is people just getting out there and doing yeah. something. Um, you don't have to do this. Like I said, if you go out to your neighborhood, guess what? People see you. While you guys go to work every day, they know uh, the cardboard box guys 
work. He gets out at 6 a.m. every day. He's a hard worker, right? So that's what people are installing in their brain, and you're influencing their lives. If they see you partying all night with loud music and acting reckless, and then guess what? That's what they're going to uh, expect and believe in you and think that people in the world are like a lot of people in the world like this. So it's like we automatically influence everyone around us. Why not do it in a good fashion? And that's where that team absolutely uh, thing is is pretty cool yeah. to me. And that's why I, I decided to help out and help build a team for Boston. And we and we thank you for that, Mag. We we are very grateful. Um, one, I, I think this is, will be the last question. But you said that you work with Konami. How have they been directly influencing this charity event uh, supply drop off? Yeah. Uh, well, Konami since August, uh, before August, but after I met them in August of last year, when I did the review event and everything. Uh, built somewhat of a relationship with them and started tournaments, gave away t-shirts from Konami. They, they supplied it and stuff. Uh, of course, they don't sponsor. You know, sponsoring is a politics and uh, it's a lot of paperwork and stuff. They just yeah. support me and support the community. And, you know, same thing with this. I have t-shirts, Konami signed prints that are actually amazing giveaway codes and things like that. Actually, speaking of the giveaway codes, um, I'm going to give you guys one. Thank uh, you. So you guys can give it to your viewers, your listeners, because uh, I know that your viewers deserve it. You guys are great quality. Thank you so and much. And I feel like it's necessary for you guys to get more limelight. So, but yeah, that's pretty much what they do. They, they supply me with some things at times and support like crazy. And, and it's amazing to see, you know, and I'm new to all this. Not really this, oh, I want to be a, a gaming pro. I'm just an old guy who loves Metal Gear, and I end up exactly. falling, into, falling into all these things organically. It's pretty cool, and, and, with, and I and, just embrace it. And with that love of Metal Gear, uh, I think we all share the same passion. Uh, I want to leave you off with some rapid Metal Gear Solid questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, you mentioned that uh, it's hard for you to say which one is your favorite Metal Gear, but... Who is your favorite uh, Metal Gear Solid boss uh, in Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear? Well, if you would have said character, I would have went with Ocelot. I don't know if that's one of your future questions, but Ocelot's my favorite because he's been in every single one. Yes. Just about except uh, Peace Walker, pretty much. Right. And Ground Zeroes or whatever. But um, he's my favorite character. But the boss battle that comes to mind, of course, the original, since I'm so old, uh, Psycho Mantis was just such a thing. But for me, I would go with Psycho Mantis, but uh, at the end, was such a special guy, too. The, the, just that battle was difficult to do it in the ways I like to do it, which is CQC. So I'm going to go with the end. All right. Okay. MGS3. Okay. Uh, MGS3, which is my favorite um, Metal Gear Solid boss fight as well. Um, over under, Konami makes another Metal Gear Solid game. What was the question? Konami makes another Metal Gear Solid game. Over under. Are you for it or against it? <laughs> of course. Like, my soul will, will, will menace here. God knows how much love I have for the series is different like if it's like a, all these other games I wouldn't care but I need this game to continue not to address this issue 
too much, but there's Kojima and Konami, but they're like the mother and the father. Yeah. And when they break when they break up, you know, you don't choose a side. You love both of them dearly and you care for both of them. And I support both of them and I think that Metal Gear will continue and that it has a strong platform for the future. It has a lot it can do. And I think it will succeed, especially with the format that has already set uh for this generation as far as the uh Fox engine. So it's yeah. gonna be an amazing game. It's already ready. They already hired people, it's going and it's on. So don't even think twice, guys. Get ready, get excited. And yes, I'm going to blow the world up with the new theories for that. <laughs> but not just yet. Yes. Not just yet. Yes. Uh, and my last question, since it's so recent, um, in your in your opinion, uh, how do you rate Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain? Honestly, I'm, I'm not like most people who want to see that ultimate ending where you play the NES games and Solid Snake is invading your outer heaven that we create. That was what everybody expected. They're like, this would be perfect. But if they did that, then the series is over. <laughs> so in the end of the game, when you play this game, I'm not going to give away any spoilers here, guys, but there's a quote, and I don't know it by heart, but it pretty much reads, facts don't exist. It's all about your interpretation. That's what Kojima's message was right before the last mission right. in Metal Gear Solid Five. So with that said, you know, the interpretation of this game was so beautifully done because I've heard different parts. I heard the angry people who suffered and have the fan of pain because of what they wanted, the third chapter and all this stuff. Then I've heard yeah, yeah. people really embrace the realities of what amazing things that it brought to them and being big boss and et cetera, et cetera. So for me as a writer, like I said, the creator of theories who kind of likes to jib jab and, and jump everywhere to make people think it's amazing. Cause now there's no, I've already put out like 20 different theories on the ending here and what's to come and what does it all mean? And I'm not right or wrong. And there is no right or wrong. It's about your perception and Absolutely. your interpretation of what, what it is so i love it i think it's you know 10 out of 10 i gave it a 10 out of 10 when i reviewed it in august <laughs> <laughs> in august yes that's good yeah. okay mag where yeah. where can we catch you where can we support you why don't you let the fans know where where we can find you pretty much plug time yep um when it comes to streaming and things like that, I'm very random. So I am actually, like I said, I'm setting up these events and these big time things that are going to actually set me down for a certain time. So we're still politicking on that. So right. just go on my Twitter. You're going to get updated consistently. My Twitter is what? M-A-G-E-S-U-P-R-E-M-E, which is Mag V Supreme. Yep. And that actually is, of reference to Metal Gear as well, the V and uh, Victory and all that. And it's pretty good. One day I'll explain all that later. But that's where you can go and you can see what I do and see the updates from there. We'll, we'll be in contact. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter. They can go right through you. And once this big project falls through, you guys are going to be deeply involved. So I don't see them not finding a way to me. If they're Thank your you. viewers and they, and they like what you do, they'll come enjoy you with the bigger projects that we're trying to set up for the future. Okay. Yes. So we can find all of your information on your Twitter. Yep. I, I post up everything through there. So 
Okay. It's my outlet, strictly for Metal Gear. All right. Well, Mag, thank you so much for joining us. It is a, it is a privilege for us to hear from you and to hear about what you're doing um, and your love for Metal Gear. Uh, again, guys, you can catch Mag, as he says, at Mag V Supreme, at Mag V Supreme. Check him out there. Check out his Twitch stream. Um, support uh, the cause at SupplyDrop.com. Look it up on Google. And, of course, he has his, his own website, which is Mag.Life, I believe it was. Uh, yes, Mag.Life. Uh, Mag, again, man, you are great. You are part of UCBP, and, and we look forward to staying in contact with you and being part of these projects. Yep, I appreciate you guys. We'll be in touch soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. Take Thank care. you, man. All right. Take care. Take care, guys. All right. Who's that? It is trivia time. Trivia time. Now, if you're wondering why I'm wearing the glasses, there's no particular reason. And I don't even know either. Okay. So That's if you're watching the video. If you're watching the video, go subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're listening, go on YouTube and subscribe. Please. Please. Anyway, let's get to the trivia. Trivia time. Anyway, so that was a great conversation, by the way. It was. It was. Mag is a pretty low-key guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh down to earth. Seems like he's very passionate about what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's never have him on the show again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, awesome though. No, he, he, uh, he honestly he did, yeah. He he played he plays a huge role in in a Metal Gear community. And if you guys are not uh on it, we'll have it in the show notes, of course, and check out our codec conversation if you haven't already. Yeah. And he is a major part of UCBP. That's right. Um, you guys are all. So Without further ado, the trivia, we do this every week. If you're new to it, we'll quiz each other. Um, we'll alternate between weeks uh, about Metal Gear. Um, what should I say? Mer- uh, our knowledge of the Metal Gear lines, I guess I yeah. can say that. Pretty much, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's my turn this week. It's my turn. Heidel, are yes. you prepared? I'm prepared okay don't 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 pull that crap. <laughs> don't do it i was ready but i was thinking of what game i to know say. i know stop stop with your random gaming it's it's metal gear people love it yeah people love okay. it okay we have not received a single comment about yes we that. did you a long time show, ago never showed it to me okay here we go it sounds like she can hold her own against a battalion of tanks Hmm. Sounds like she can hold her own against a battalion of tanks. Against a battalion of tanks. Against a battalion of tanks. Of tanks. I didn't even say it like that. It sounds like she can hold her own against a bat- against a battalion of tanks. Hmm. All right. You can write it to under the cardboard box. <laughs> I uh, I have no clue. Uh, Christopher, if you're listening, uh, help me out here, buddy. How uh, could he possibly? <laughs> the episode comes out on Tuesday, Monday for our Patreon supporters. Support us on Patreon. Support us, UCB podcast. Um, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna be making fun of you if you get this wrong. It's fine if they do. Uh, but against, say it again. 
It sounds like she can hold her own against a battalion of tanks. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's not one of the numbered Metal Gear games for some reason. Um, so, huh. I'm going to go with... Huh. Why are you so close to me? Get away from me. Why are you near me? What is wrong with you? I don't like you. Go, go away. Answer the question. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. All right. It's going to be... Uh, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know who to guess. I don't even know who to guess. Um, all right. Let's see here. Um, okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> I don't even know who I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, snake talking to Colonel Campbell, Metal Gear Solid One, in the codec uh, about about Meryl. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. Okay, you are. I am. You are incorrect. All right. Woo! Yeah. All right. That is from Metal Gear Solid 3. 3? Wow. Favorite, My favorite game. Your favorite is from Metal Gear Solid 3 when Snake is on the radio with Major Zero. Okay. And Major Zero is talking to him about the Fulton. Mm. That it has... Um, some, it has some major firepower on it. And so Snake responds by saying, it sounds like she can hold her own against a battalion of tanks. Mm, got me. That was really good. So. That's a, that's like a tricky one there. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there you good. go. So, you can catch our trivia every week. Um, just subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to see our crazy antics. Uh, or get it in your podcast services. But. I will hand it off to Heidel because he gets all that information for you. Thank you for listening to and watching our podcast. Remember, our podcast comes out every Tuesday. Just search Under the Cardboard Box podcast on any podcast service. Consider supporting us on Patreon.com, please, uh, slash UCB podcast to make this mother base grow. We have to make this mother base grow somehow, you know? And the only way we can do that is by supporting us on Patreon. Supporting us unlocks our audio and video content before anyone else. Listen, if you have no money, what do we say? No problem. Why? Because we break down the Metal Gear news and the Codec conversation each and every week and post a full episode on YouTube every Friday. And now we post our CB Minute every Wednesday. So you can catch it on the go and it's only under a minute. Come join us for our weekly Twitch stream happening every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that at twitch.tv slash under the cardboard box, all one word. Want your questions, comments, or concerns answered? It can be featured in the next Codec Conversation. Just email us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. And also, you can write into us to win some awesome PC Steam codes for yes. Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Also, like our Facebook page and join our community group. Just search for us for, uh, at Under the Cardboard Box and be part of the discussion. There, you can uh, write in and you can see your fellow Metal Gear community uh, 
you know, it's growing, slowly growing there. But uh, you can you can like it or you can follow our Facebook page. Uh, and there you can interact with us as well. We're in it and uh, with some of the other fans. But the best way to reach us is Twitter. So lastly, stay in touch with us by following us on Twitter at UCB Podcast for even more under the cardboard box and Metal Gear Solid updates. Arnaldo, it's been a great show. It has. We are officially legal to drink because it's episode 21. It's episode 21. <laughs> That's right. Under the cardboard box is officially legal. Yep. So. Uh, I, I just, I just want to say that uh, Arnaldo is his birthday on Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I took it off of Facebook. <laughs> Why? Just so people will leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> no one says it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I go. It's like I have like two notifications for my birthday. Right. Right. And it'll be like invites for games. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, well, thank you. I well, appreciate well, that. Well, thank you. <laughs> um. Yes, I am. Yes. turning I'm turning 26. 26. The big two six. Yes. Yes. How uh, do you feel? I, I still feel like I, I always forget my age. You still feel twenty one? Um I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess after you're eighteen it's just like I mean after you're twenty one it's just like Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no more like oh I need to be this age in order to do this. Oh, well, a little bit to rent a car in New York. You need to be twenty five. Well, I am twenty five. There's nothing more. That's, That's it. it. Like I, more. I I've reached I've reached it. You've reached the plateau. Um, but you're not in your prime yet. Your prime is when you're 30, man. Well, let's let's see what happens then. Hopefully, we're still doing UCBP. So if you are on Twitter or on Facebook, give Arnaldo a happy, happy birthday on Twitter at UCB Podcast or Arnaldo JC90. Arnaldo JC90. Um, that is his Twitter. But uh, if you want to wish him uh, personally, but we'll be we'll be on it and I'll I'll definitely shout him out. Make a big deal about it. Yes. Um, we love you guys. We love doing this every week. I want to take off my glasses so that there's some sincerity. <laughs> and um, you guys are UCBP. We're UCBP. And we are signing out. And that's our show.